Hello there. Thanks for listening to Psyche Design. I had a terrific conversation with Dave from Objective Personality. We talked about the hero's journey or the path that we go through when we're dealing with the problems that arise from having a personality type. Dave and Shannon from Objective Personality are interested in objectively testing the phenomenon of personality. They use the scientific method to track personality up to a spectrum of 512 types. Dave and Shannon look at the four main functions of sensing, feeling, thinking, and intuition. And they also look at the two main orientations, uh, introversion and extroversion. If you want to know more about how Dave connects the four human needs, identity, tribe, gather, and organize to the personality types, go check out the channel Objective Personality. In the episode, we talk about that very human journey that we all go through, where we're learning how to be more responsible for our consciousness, even the parts that we might not want to be responsible for. We talk about how to avoid blaming others for our demons and how over-relying on our savior functions can cause harm not only to others, but to ourselves. And we provide examples from our own life to illustrate that journey. For reference, I am an ENFJ, which means that my dominant function is extroverted feeling. And Dave is an INTJ, and his dominant function is introverted intuition. And without further ado, let's just jump right into the conversation. Hello, thank you for listening to Psyche Design. And today I'm here with Dave from Objective Personality. And we're going to be talking about the self-growth journey, the problem of type, one-sidedness, tidal waves, all the drama of all that. And kind of how both Dave and I have grappled with that in our own lives. And also like, what even is the journey? What, what is this thing that yeah. we're even talking about? But before I even go into that, um, Dave, do you want to just, if you've been on YouTube and you're into personality type, you've probably seen Dave's videos because they're amazing. But would you like to just sort of give your elevator pitch for who the heck are you? What do you do? What yeah. Do you <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. Thanks. So Shani and I, my wife, Shani, were just trying to attempt to use some type of scientific method to track and document the Carl Jung functions. So that's kind of where it started. And we've been getting some traction on that over the years where we kind of do a, a uh, I think it's technically called a inter ir irregulated. There's some different term for it, like IIR or whatever. It's not a double blind. It's something else like that. But basically, we put ourselves in two different rooms, and we're trying to type people without influencing each other and seeing if we can arrive at the same type. Which that's working. It took a lot of years to uh, define the terms and stuff like that. And um, what is going to be bad news to the scientific community is that we are finding that yes, Carl Jung's eight functions, as well as believe it or not, the Myers Briggs sixteen types can be tracked using this scientific approach that we're using. Uh, but then it goes more than that. There's more than just the 16, et cetera. So we type people, we attempt to arrive at the same type or similar type out of 512 variations. And then we just log the results and all we log is their name and a picture, that's it. Um, and sometimes if the video, if it's still there or whatever. And so it's, it's mostly at this point, we're just logging um, just kind of our knowledge base of experience of people. So for example, we'll have like you know 50 ENFPs that we've typed and we'll notice that they'll look the same or have the same kind of tattoos or lifestyle or health issues or sexual preference or whatever. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. And over time, we'll eventually get into kind of, you know, understanding that data more. But we want to wait till we have kind of a larger team here because it's it's 
kind of a lot, you know. So that's what we're doing, and it's a very much a work in process, pro, uh, progress. We didn't really realize how big it was, and we were getting into it. So that's that's kind of where we're at right now on year number three or four. Yeah, yeah. So I want to <laughs> ask a bit about that too, is because um, you know, for those listening, I've known Dave for several for a few years now. Like I've yeah. been on YouTube for a while, and. Um, your videos have changed quite a bit. Like as, as you integrate new information from the sort of experiments that you're doing, I feel like it's really yeah. shown uh, the way, the way that you think about this, how, like, not that it's changed dramatically, but I just think it's interesting how like nobody has the answers 100% right now. I believe you said yeah. in the video, like, this is what I think today. Right. I totally. Do something different later. I it's know like, this whole thing, this whole, uh personality pattern type thing is so complex and it's like you're unraveling all the stuff yeah and i feel like i i relate a lot to the way that you think about it but you could even see when the differences between our types the differences in how we're even uh approaching this problem that we're trying to unravel yeah so do you think that you can kind of explain like I'm trying, I'm trying to get at, for, for the function nerds listening, I'm trying to get at what the, I guess, TI and FI kind of behind what you're doing in the sense of like, what problem are you trying to solve? Yeah, that that's a good what one. You're, what you're doing is <clears throat> like, so what problem are you trying to solve? That's a great question. The problem we're trying to solve now is a very different problem than when we first started. So when we first started, it was very much like everybody else, like, yay, personality will be fun and maybe we can track it scientifically. It's like, you have no idea of what if that does work? And what if you do actually find the answers to the deeper questions that you're looking for and you really start to see that, yeah, you really are predictable and you are uh, a meme to an extreme degree. Like, mm. I can't even communicate. I can only communicate through the emotional, I don't know, like heaviness that you might see on me and Shan of what we're seeing in the data of how perfectly predictable we really all are. And it's scary because like, as, as I was just compiling people of my same type over the years, it was fun because Andrew Garfield is the same type as me and he looks like me and he has the same goofy jokes and he's low SE and that's kind of awkward and, and it's funny. And then you get another one and another one and another one and then you're looking at 20 or 30 and you're like, well, but some of these guys are like going to jail over the fears that I have that I think are real. Some of these guys are destroying their life or destroying their health or you know the, 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 the guy that blew himself up in front of the 5G building a couple months ago. Probably another NIIJ afraid of the 5G network conspiracies. Like that's what my type tends to do as they go dark. They get so wrapped into their saviors. Oh, I got the best saviors ever. I got NIFI. Okay, that means that you get so lonely, so paranoid, so overrun by the darkness and you can't reach out. Like it doesn't end well. And you, you can look around a lot of older people. So it's like, you're looking at that. You're just seeing your future. And it's just like Carl Jung says, it's very dark. You know, sure, some of your type end up really well and they're happy and healthy and alpha, but not most. They're in some degree of the fears that they had when they're younger just end up overtaking them as they get older. And then you're looking going, but I have those fears. I think that's real. And so it's, yeah. it quickly turns into another problem. You're like, okay, I don't care so much about typing more people. It's like, how do I now get out of this prison that I now can see that I'm actually in, but I'm enslaved to mm. these two silly saviors and I can now see what is happening to my life now and where I'm going. And as more people come in that the statistics just stack up more and more and it gets kind of, mm. gets very kind of certain, you know? And so then it's working backwards from the problem we're trying to solve is how do I save myself from myself? 
Mm. How do I save Dave Powers, the IJ, from the doom that all of the people, not all, but the large majority of people of my type end up getting into? Wow. And so it's it's working back. The, the first defense the ego does is, oh, yeah, but I'm the one that it won't happen to me. Like, oh, man, you're so fucked if you still have that program running in your head that uh. I'm not that bad. I'm special. That's just that one. Oh, man, you're so screwed if you haven't got over that one yet. So once you get over that one, you're like, okay, I am the worst of the worst. I'm just the worst of the worst. Like I am doing what they're all doing and then throw on the side of I'm not doing it. I'm also doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it then becomes, how do I get out of that? And that's where like understanding the problem is like genetic subjectivity. So I'm, you and I both are genetically addicted to looking for the NF and stuff mm -hmm. and ignoring the ST. And there's so many different ways you can break this down, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's, it's a form of subjectivism. I'm looking from my point of view and that's what then builds up the blind spots and the tidal waves that are predictable, et cetera. So then the answer is opposite of that. It's objectivity, it's goal setting, it's teamwork, it's accountability. It's, mm -hmm. I'm gonna always wanna walk in a large circle that goes back around every year to five years because my life's just gonna go in the same circle like everybody else does. But it's setting these mile markers of like, all right, I'm gonna get this done in three months and I'm gonna have this person. It's just now back to old like grandpa style, accountability, uh, be a man of your word, like goal setting, teamwork, um, knowing you're going to want to back out of it, setting traps, this is all this kind of stuff. It's all the same mm -hmm. stuff that all of the alphas and grown-ups and masters have been saying for thousands of years. It's just like, oh, that's why that stuff is the salvation. Because what's the problem? I'm not really trying to solve mm -hmm. the problem of, I need more data, or it's the government, or whatever my IJ fears. No, the problem is I'm going to be lying to myself and taking myself for a ride. So how do I get out of that? So that's what we... So we're kind of running two different businesses. One is like the, um, the science of building the data and building the team. And like, it's gonna be an amazing tool. It's mm -hmm. in some aspects, there's a lot of, you know, things that sales companies can do with, with knowing more data about people. There's a lot of bad they can do. There's also a lot of good, they can, but it's just, it's such a tool, but it's a powerful tool. It's a nuclear weapon. It's a, you know, it's a powerful tool that can be used for good or bad, but it's still just a damn tool. So it's, it's working on the business side of it, but then it's also what we're really working. The biggest problem we're trying to solve is how do we get through this ego? How do we get through this addiction? Mm -hmm. How are these people that are breaking free out there? Usually they're older, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. What is that? How did you see yourself? How did you recognize these patterns? These are the terms. We have the terms. That's useful. It's helpful. Yeah. But how do I save myself from myself? And then how do you help others that... Um, Usually that's they've got to they got to be stuck between a rock and a hard place and then they're getting that fear and depression and anxiety and they're starting to realize it's them and you know you get yeah. close to suicide at times it gets really dark but that's kind of the path through it and yeah. um, so that's that's kind of the bigger problem we're trying to solve if that's a yeah. big NF. Oh yeah no I I I totally see what you're saying and like agree with everything you're saying and I guess what I'm wondering is that obviously you were inspired slash some of like a lot of what we're talking about was inspired by um, Carl Jung and but and I wanted to just bring up that in the book psychological types he refers to it as like the problem of type and it's like these are eight different ways that someone is basically crazy like yeah right that's how we see it it's like you are it's like talking about the eight different types of consciousness but that also implies that there's this unconscious or this this um, other side that you're not tending to at all yeah 
And so I guess, would you consider your system like Jungian, like, or like at its core or yeah, how, how do you yeah. see that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we see it very much Jungian. Like, um, so it's, uh, we're, we're very pragmatic, you know, we're TESE extroverted functions. So we just throw shit at the wall. We don't care what sorts out whatever works. That's what we're going to do, you know? So, but what we're finding is like, we're going back. Um, and it feels like really more this year, we've been able to understand more of what Carl Jung, because we got to get to that emotional spot in life. Like, okay, now that makes sense. Why he's saying it that way and what's going on. So yeah. it's like everything that we're doing, it's all like, like Carl Jung saw the first four letters, like the letters are real, sensing, intuition, thinking, feeling those four letters, mm -hmm. that's all real. And then the functions where you have an introverted and extroverted of each. So, you know, sensing introverted, sensing extroverted, S-E-S-I. -S so those are all real. And then there's a video on YouTube. I don't remember exactly where it is, but he it's older in life and he's doing an interview and he kind of like smiles at the camera and says, he's like, oh yeah, there's more than 16 types. There could be 360 types. And he kind of just throws that number out there kind of like a circle. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so he was kind of hinting at that, like, yeah, there's probably variations. And then he also said too, that like, you know, hopefully somebody finishes the rest of the code and, and unravels just how big it is. Yeah. So we just accidentally came in and found that, um, a lot of it, I think he he was onto it more than he realized because when he did his Mandela's and stuff, they were always in fours. There were these four yeah. Punnett squares. Just out of sheer luck, out of like you know three things that I learned in high school, like one of them was in was Punnett squares because like I failed science so many times that I had to keep taking the class over like biology one hundred and one or whatever, and then I had to be an assistant for the, the seniors or whatever. So I like staring at Punnett squares. So I'm like, I don't know, let's mm -hmm. try Punnett squares with this Carl Jung stuff. And so that's where we like match with the human needs of Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins is like, you have the yeah. need for control. And we're like, okay, so SI, NI, those are control. Like, so we would just play around with these, doing these Punnett squares. If you find one, you got to find the opposite. And then you got to get the four. And like, yeah. it just ended up- on how the human needs went into it and like how, yeah. how you decide, how you realize that. It was just a Tony, like Tony Robbins and stuff works. Uh, Carl Jung stuff works. Darren Brown stuff works. And that's just our opinion from going through life. We're like, okay, these people are creating just fantastic results in reality. And I can't understand why, but whatever they're doing, it it produces just astounding results, yeah. right? And my, so and we're just view, assuming. Yeah. yeah. And my view, I'm since I'm really interested in studying this sort of stuff, I'm trying to bring out more is that I think that that four is very much related to like the four elements. There's four tarot cards, like there's four elements in astrology. Like there's yeah, so many right. different Fours, um, realities yeah. with four as, as the base of it. And it all yeah. kind of, it all kind of relates. It's and like a sacred even, number. Yeah. I've, I've even been finding, I'm currently taking a training and development um, course and uh, for my master's uh, degree and every, there's so many models that I see that psychologists have created that I feel like you could somehow like put it into this, this system. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you could call that confirmation bias, but like, for example, a leadership model that I was looking at, it was saying, oh, People either are focused on task behaviors or relationship behaviors. It's right. Like all these different models that yeah. are like, uh, like a microcosm of like what this big pattern is that we're yeah. trying to look at. And I think Carl Jung struggled with maybe finding the exact words. And right. Totally. Like, and the thing is, is like when you were saying like, oh, there could be 360. 
he didn't want people to be putting you in a box to limit yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And like that's why there were some criticisms of the um, MBTI even from him in the sense that well, wait, the goal is not to just decide oh this is me and then be on with your day. Yeah. Like this is a problem of one-sidedness in which and I, I wrote this down because in one of your in one of your videos you said something of like you turn on the light and then you see that there's a boogeyman. I really like how you said that that was like yeah. an older video I just watched earlier, but like it's almost like you're turning on the light, you're seeing that there's this side of you that you don't normally see. Yeah. And you know, oh for I've been reading a lot more Carl Young over the year. Or, or over the years but especially the past year mostly because for my inferior function or my demon function is introverted thinking yeah um my instinct is to go completely in to know everything about like a model or a philosophy that's already been sort of created where maybe with for you with extroverted thinking you're doing all these tests outside yeah right yeah but like the more i read it the more i'm like it's almost laughable how simple the core all is but like actually living it is really complex and like i know yeah so, so much so so i guess i also want to ask you like when you first were into type and you kind of discovered this problem um what was the sort of emotional drive of oh this is really fun oh i like this like where do you think that came from or has evolved in the in the early years just getting into it yeah i i remember yeah i remember that um you know pretty well like i, I just remember like you know going all the way back to high school being you know bad in school and this is like before the internet and so like i was kind of destined to a life of blue collar work and i kind of accepted that identity because that was kind of like constantly told me if you don't if you don't get if you're not good grades if you don't get good grades then you're gonna have a blue collar job so I went on to kind of fulfill that destiny and in my early 20s just had blue collar jobs working at you know car repair places or you know installing window blinds and stuff and um then when the internet started to come out in my mid to late 20s and it started to become kind of a real thing that it was just like i could get access to this matrix of new information to where i could actually mm -hmm. learn and also being consumed last is just like a huge pain in the ass you know trying to trying to learn an update yeah. you know and so so I, the internet ended up being kind of my tool to kind of start to expand myself. So I got into personal training thanks to the internet because I could read eBooks and get in touch with other personal trainers and get a lot of information fast in, in a way that I could comprehend it because I, I didn't learn so well just from a book from the fucking 80s, you know? And so then from there, it was like, all right, now I want to kind of get revenge because now I'm like this kid that's told he's never going to be able to do anything. And can't, but I always had this drive and I see the same drive in you is that it's like, no, I want to be somebody. I can be somebody. Mm -hmm. I can do something. But I just haven't found my traction yet. It's not, it's not this stuff. It's got to be something. So then it was like all of this kind of pent up drive that was causing a lot of depression in my early years is now it's like, okay, I can direct that somewhere. I can get good at personal training. I can get good at the RC airplane business and jump into that in 2004 and it and just went crazy you know burned myself out twice really bad like you know did a lot of years of like all right now i'm going to be somebody so it's all it's all ego i'm going to prove it to my dad and i'm going to show everybody and i'm going to be somebody so it was a lot of that and then the uh rc airplane business just just got i just didn't like it i was kind of doing it more for like i want to want to do something and I can do that. It was my buddy's idea too. So I'll blame some of it on him. Mm -hmm. So eventually I'm like, I gotta do something else. It'll something like this. It'll still be internet. 
it'll still probably be with YouTube. I love the challenge of YouTube because, you know, it's like the hardest platform, you know, like mm -hmm. <laughs> videos and editing and comments and stuff. So I liked how hard it was and I liked the, the pay, the return of doing YouTube, building a personal brand and caring about people and all this kind of stuff. So um, I wanted to do something still in that direction. And I remember walking the streets every night for two years trying to figure out what the hell what I do next. And it was like, I liked personality typing, but I didn't believe I could do a business on it. So once we realized, wait, you could, that was back in 2011. That's when we started throwing the, the original Dave Superpower videos up on YouTube when YouTube was still very young to kind of reserve that spot of like, hey, I'm going to be here someday uh, doing personality and YouTube. Not right now because I got to finish up this god awful RC business, but I'm going to save my place because I know this YouTube thing is going to continue to grow. You know, the kids today don't even really realize that like. Good example of NI, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, it was. It was NI. Yeah, it was in my box too. It's like I happen to be. It's not that like anybody, like everybody had that kind of NI that was in it, you know, like everybody, because it's just that just happened to yeah. be in my box and you're watching it grow. So it looks fantastic now. But it, it, so so then from there, it was like, um, all right, let's let's and you can see in the the older Dave Superpowers videos, just like a lot of, you know, not, not that I don't have a giant ego now still, but there's there's a, there was a, I had a lot of need, you know, I need to do this. I want to do this. I got to build a business. I got to prove it to people. I had a lot of that, you know? Um, mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the original drive. Uh, I think everybody has for whatever thing they're, they're getting into, especially when they're younger. Um, but then it, the joke was then actually, I think, the, I think the time that it first hit me emotionally is when, when we started logging people in the docs and we started, um, it was later that we then started putting pictures to him. We realized that the people that are the same type look the same. And that was kind of scary. I'm like, oh shit, this is, this might be kind of more real than we thought, but it was the one when, when we saw the, uh, uh, LGBT and sexual preferences were, you know, showing up in our system as kind of genetically clustering. And that's the one that hit me. I went, okay, this is, this is no longer about me. This is no longer about some dumbass kid trying to do a fucking business and prove himself and be awesome and get lots of, this is now going to be the most important thing to so many people's lives out there people that i don't i don't know anything about them you know come from a christian background so lgbt is bad so i had to like process that too you know i'm like it's not bad it's genetic it's just it's the same as your fucking hair coloring you know so that took a minute to process and then realizing that like this is so much bigger than me i can't i can't serve this this code as a you know cocky college kid anymore and so that that took a couple of years of some pretty serious breaking, which I'm still in the process of doing, of, 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 of looking at this, something that's far bigger than us, far bigger than a business opportunity or whatever. So that, that, uh, and, I, and I've heard this story from, from other people that have, you know, I remember Kobe Bryant's like, I'm going to get into basketball because I'm going to be awesome. And then he, he, he does pretty good. And he's like, okay, this is, this is, there's more to it than just being awesome. This is about becoming a better yeah. person. This is about helping others. Uh, but that was hard. That was a lot of breaking. That was a lot of breaking. Yeah. Yeah. And that, would you, would you say that, that how, how would you describe that, I guess, in terms of with functions or with your tidal wave, like maybe sort of like the over attachment to NI in, in your ego that might have led to that? Yeah. Yeah. I, what we see now. So you think you're special going through it, and then you start to see everybody else's stories. They're growing up as well, you know. Um, it, the game seems to be that the way evolution has designed us is we all have these tricks and hacks. And 
and you have the and I have those two, and there might be some overlap. And if we all work together, if the whole tribe works together, we can build skyscrapers and bridges and computers and rockets, and we can we can get very well in touch with objective reality, at least our understanding of, obje of objective reality, and we can see the spectrum enough to do some really amazing things. So it's not that we cannot see objective reality and get results. It's just that we're going to have to work together and or yes. be able to force yourself to see the ST side of reality, you know? So it, it feels, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I just was going to say that it seems to me like, I just want to comment that both of us are consumed last where in your system that is basically saying that it's not natural for us to really want to consume information just for us. Like we'd right. rather just blast uh, whatever information to the tribe. I, I'm yeah. fine, I don't know if you've found this, but like, so the more I've read Carl Jung, it feels like it's very validating to my inferior TI in the sense of, oh, this is stuff I have already observed. Oh, right. this is just proving things for my right. like, NI. And I don't know if you found this worth like, listen, like, it seems like so many themes that you're describing is a lot of what Carl Jung said, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of it is a coincidence too, you know, like, yeah, like, it's not like you, it's not like you like went and read everything and like, that's where your um, understanding or knowing of this comes from. It seems like you are someone that's really living this journey and uh, having realizations based on your own experiences and kind of grappling with it. And I guess um, something I've just been thinking a lot about lately is the idea of like, okay, so when you know you have a type, you're, you're going through this journey of your life, naturally events pop up that is going to trigger your savior or your dominant function. Yeah. And it's how you respond to those that shows where you end up or how hard that path is and all, all of that. Like the path is still there. It's still hard. It's, there's not like a get out of jail free card, but yeah. it's how do you respond to the people and the situations that come up that are triggering your lower down functions? And, and so I feel like at least whenever I think about what is the the path of self-growth or the hero's journey or whatever. What, the way I think I would answer that question is like every individual, like um, it's about like the, in the day-to-day, -day, how you're responding to life or like, how, like it sounds very vague, but like how are you responding to each of those moments? And then I think about type functions in the tool that you're coming up with all of that is just a way for your mind to understand like what you're doing. Yeah. But I also, I want to say that like, there are people that do that without having type or without knowing exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Right. And they yeah. use other words for it. Yeah. And I know you've probably seen that in uh, when you look at like the alphas, which do you want to describe, explain for a bit too of like, why, why, as you're solving this problem of, I guess, basically getting the human race out of this trap or like we're all like in, imprisoning ourselves or whatever, how, how, why do you look at, I guess, the greats or the alphas or like, explain, explain that part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that? we're just trying to reverse engineer <laughs> the results of like, um, yeah, kind of what you were saying earlier, it's like if, if, if me and you and Carl Young and Jordan Peterson and Tony Robbins and whoever else out there are, are looking at the same source, 
and that is the the repeatable patterns in people then there's no wonder that we're going to be coming up with fours and similarities and name it different things so it's like you know just looking at the source of the the pattern because it's not it, it's, if we're doing it right it's not you and me or me and Shan or whoever trying to like create a theory it's trying to like uncover what's already there you know and that yeah. you can be able to see anywhere and so it's like like i one of the things that i had going into all of this like a, a hypothesis or a belief that i like held is like one was like okay this is if this is genetic it's probably got to fit into four punnett squares so i just like forced that and, and randomly it happened to be right mm -hmm. you know let's let's say according to our results or whatever so that was like one other thing was i was trying to force it into i was coming with the presupposition of whatever we discover as far as an unlock to to get somewhere in life and to be free it's not going to be new it's going to be something that yes. my grandpa has been talking about for for hundreds of years. It's just we're yes. going to have a better understanding of that. There's not going to be some new unlock or some great salvation or here's the thing. It's going to be back to old tried and true shit, just with a better, more clear name on it. So, so yes. with that in mind, as we watch, you know, every every week in our class or whatever, we'll we'll try and watch people that are that are quote quote alphas, or grownups is probably another way to like a grown up and a child. And really that's defining by like consciousness and responsibility. Another way that to really define it is like, um, we're seeing that the, the, the grown up or the alpha is defined by their introverted identity as well as their extroverted identity. Mm -hmm. So like their introverted identity is, okay, I have this breaking point where I finally realize I got to stop being the damn kid. I'm going to start to be more conscious, not be so one-sided and start to be more responsible for others, not just myself. So that's a internal decision that you'll see people at some point in their life, hopefully, when the pressure is hard, hard enough that they'll do that. Now that still has to match in the outside world because what we're all we are seeing also it's kind of weird, uh, and I think this might be a little bit more rare with with history because we are seeing a lot of twenty year olds that are doing that, but they still live at their mom's house, so they are becoming, you know, grown up or alpha like in their internal decisions, yeah. but they still can't even make their own car payments. So in the outside world, they're not an alpha. Their mom is, you know. So it's like. It's like you got to get your inside and outside world to match up with that. And so another way we look at it is like, it feels like the tribe, you know more about this than I do, you're paying attention to the tribe. It's like, it feels like to me, like, um, it feels like musical chairs. So it's like, for example, when I come in on a business project and if I'm working with somebody, it's like when I, I walk into this theoretical room and there's 12 chairs in the room and I'm like, oh man, where's the fucking lazy boy? I want to take the shit. Which I want to I want to be the one eating candy, not doing any work and being babysat. And I go in and I'm like, damn, that chair's already taken. I mean, I get up to that chair's already taken. And so it's like, I'll get stuck with the only chair left is the is the asshole that's being responsible, cracking the whip, setting deadlines, being the grown up. And I'm like, damn it, I don't want this role again. But it's like, that yes. is the role that's left in the outside world. And so one of the things we see with alphas and grownups is, yes, it's an internal decision, but it also does have something to do with your environment in the tribe. If you're, if you're hanging out with 15 people and they're all just, you know, you're hanging out with Tony Robbins and Gary Vee and 15 other people like that, it doesn't matter how much self-growth you have in that tribe, you're going to be the dope. You're going to be the beta, right? But if your yeah. tribe back at home or your friends, they're all in a much worse situation as you, you're, you're now going to be stuck in that role. And then it, it feels like it's so much of the growth is yes, the internal choice, but a lot of it is the Wes Watson story of you got to be put in prison. You, your outside environment has to be so intense and everyone around you has to be like, I'm the loser. I'll be the complainer. I'll be the child. I'll won't do it. I'll come up with excuses. I'll blame everybody else. And you're like, damn it. Oh. I'm stuck. I'm stuck with, 
that those I was going to say that the roles are now taken. I have to think positively. I got to go, okay, we can do this. I got to be like, choose love. And I have to, God damn it, you're making me do this. And it seems to be that is yeah. a huge thing that we're seeing with the elves. <laughs> and, and speaking of the, the fact that it's going to be not nothing new, like things that we've already heard. It's like, yeah. that, that reminds me of like, be the change you wish to see in the world sort of thing is that you can't be like expecting somebody else to be the way you, you want to be. And I mean, I I've noticed too, like, I'll be annoyed with someone's behavior, but it's like, man, I can't be that annoyed because I also do that. And it, it makes you not right. want to do it. Right. Then you feel like a hypocrite yeah, yeah. if you're annoyed at them. Right. And um, I've noticed too, and especially with my dominant function as um, extroverted feeling, um, it's easy for me to be understanding of whatever anyone's pain, whatever it's going, whatever they're going through. But what I've realized is that the more I hold space for whatever they're going through, that I'm essentially like an apologist for that thing. Like yeah. if I have a friend in my life that, you know, has some fucked up morals in some way, shape or form, or they're kind of being a baby or kind of being arrogant or anything like that, like even though I, my FE, like I understand where people are coming from. That's totally fine. But the yeah. more I understand where people are coming from, then it's like subconsciously my introverted thinking is approving of that Yeah. in a way. Like, I mean, I, I, I totally agree with like the, you are kind of influenced by the combination of five people or whatever. Yeah, totally. That's a real I, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed with my dominant function, that it could be very intense uh, how, just how much people influence me if i don't if i'm not consciously being aware and discerning of of everything because it, yeah. it ends up it ends up being come, somehow soaking up into my own thoughts right but yeah but yeah so um that's yeah that makes a lot of, of sense yeah yeah so that's kind of an example of i guess from my journey of being aware like of the code which okay another point i wanted to bring up i i talked about this in the last episode i did but i i feel like a lot of people want to be like woke these days they want to reach enlightenment they want to raise their consciousness yeah that's really good yeah but I, I've noticed a lot of people are absolutely floundering in what that even looks like. Yeah. And it's like they see their strengths and they want to do more of that. Or right. they yeah. see someone else's flaws and they want to get rid of that. Yeah. And teach everyone how to be like them and create a system about how to be like them. Yeah. And I, I guess how, like, what I've been really thinking about lately is how do we connect type with actually being information that helps you if you want to do that so yeah because i'm very much in that world of people that want to raise their consciousness or something but then there's also the 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 world of this is really cool that this works and then you realize like oh wait this also is going to help me grow and all of this stuff that maybe you do yeah. a lot of people yeah. come into type because maybe they're kind of spooked by how accurate it is and then little do they know they end up growing their or changing their the way that they engage with the world but yeah how how do you 
how do you reconcile that? Like if you're thinking about like cracking the code or however you want to refer to the way that this stuff works, how do you feel like that like aids a human like on the on their journey? Like just Yeah, so 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 yeah, I know what you're talking about. That's something that we definitely are constantly trying to understand and get better at in our own lives for our own personal selves, where it's like, yeah, well definitely like me, especially like if I just know the information, I'll share it. And then like my own self, I'll have a hard time getting caught up with it, you know, well, or doing it my own you, self. Before you answer, I'll just say that for me, what, what it was is like, oh, I'm realizing that because I know this, I'm not making the same mistakes that the friends of mine that don't know this are making. So it kind of was like, I didn't even, I, I feel like the, the, just the extent to which this tool works and the information is useful has been revealed to me over and over again by like every time I make a counterintuitive decision and that it works. And then I notice my friends that don't do that. And I, I see what happens to them. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I feel like that was sort of a shocking realization to me that I didn't necessarily intend. So yeah, I don't know. You're yeah. I mean, some of the best motivation is like the, the big thing that we see with people getting older, just to say an adult versus a kid is their ability to connect pain and pleasure versus now or later. You know, so you're kind of like describing like, oh, if I were to do the same things my silly friends are doing, that's going to bring me pain six months from now. So I'm going to not do it now. And like being able to see that and connect the pain in the future for now, like that's a huge thing we're seeing as far as like what grownups are doing and what kids are not doing. So whatever age anybody's at, look at somebody 10 years younger than you and you can see it. They're doing a lot of weird self-destructive behavior that's going to hurt them so bad later and they just can't connect it. But they will later when they're older. You got to know and trust the math that you have 60 year olds looking at us going stupid kids. They don't even know what they're doing. You know, they haven't figured out the pain that's coming later. So the, the big thing that we see is like that one, like pain now and later versus, you know, pain and pleasure now and later. But then another one is like um, the responsibility to consciousness ratio. So for example, like some of the best mm. quote unquote alphas out there are very, very responsible. Like Gary V, Tony Robbins, Wes Watson, et cetera. So like, you know, input whatever, whatever series of alphas or grownups you're looking at that are out there killing it. I mean, that's why you can see them. They're on TV, they're on YouTube, they're doing really well in their life, their marriage, their fitness, et cetera. So it's like, they're very, very responsible. And that's why we look up to them. And then you catch yeah. one of them. And you're like, Hey, how did you do this? And they're like, uh, and they, they have a hard time delivering the consciousness of defining the terms and laying out the path. And if you listen to all of them long enough and you read all their crazy ass books and stuff like, you're like, okay, this is really, really, really messy. But if I do the work, I can sort out and see there is a lot of similarities in defining. But they're such in a hurry. They're like, why do I want to sit down and like define all the terms of the hero's journey and consciousness and growing up? I'm going to just, somehow I did it. I don't even know how I did it, but yeah. I can throw some scraps at you. Anyways, I got to get back to work doing it. So the kids today, the kids today, this, this generation is very interesting because I think it's the first time in history where you can have a 22-year-old literally be more consciously aware than super grown up, you know, master old people, you know, like, um, I think I'm like watching the YouTube videos of like some of these like old, like Zen Chinese judo masters that live way out in the temple and stuff. And it's like their responsibility and their self mastery is really, really high, but like their conscious ability to know what's going on in the world is extremely low. They don't even have an internet connection, et cetera. But some 22 year old kid that's just downloading the internet straight to their head, their conscious level is, is higher now, in my opinion, higher now than most old people have ever been for thousands of years. And so it's a really interesting, weird dynamic where you have a kid, you know, us, somebody, you know, under 40 or whatever, like having 
access and such understanding to such depth of psychology and you know analysis paralysis i know a lot of this is like consume last filter talking here but like then it it is creating a problem of they cannot get back to world war ii dig in the dirt go fight the enemy get something done yeah. do some push-ups stop researching about fitness and do some damn fitness and like the more knowledge it it um i know i feel this because i i like yeah. and you probably as well like and i think it's like everybody's going to feel this to some degree but with the consume last i feel like i'm more sensitive to it that i know that i feel if i take in too much information i feel my my body like closing down i feel my body like getting like like it's weird too like on my workout days like if I'm going through a day where too much is going on, like the weights are so heavy, I can't even lift them, you know? Mm -hmm. And then other days when I'm dumb, like, man, those weights are easy and I could take action. I can get more stuff done. And you see Gary Vaynerchuk doing this where he like purposely keeps himself rather dumb, you know, not, not maybe not word right, but like keeps himself rather limited with the information, you know, so dumb to things that, that are going to distract him, you know, stays in this kind of his lane as he describes it, I guess would be the better way. And therefore he has a lot of energy to just get shit done versus... Yeah somebody that is you know just taking in just mind-blowing breakthroughs you know every every day every hour that's that's a lot to process so and, yeah, and yes I've consume and blast stuck in that too where yeah. like i don't work as much because i feel like i'm distracted by mind-blowing breakthroughs and yeah the way like i had this realization recently that i think is kind of like a save your ni kind of trying to let go of not having like the se kick me in the face is that like knowing the wisdom doesn't really mean anything like i i feel like that lesson has been really just kicking me in the face over the past few years is that like what are you gonna what are you gonna do with it and are you okay right now like can you actually enjoy everything that this moment has and not like and that sounds so simplistic but it really it's like you could know it in theory but not not really know it yeah but um yeah that's what we're seeing that's like the jordan peterson like you know clean your room type of stuff is is what we're seeing a lot of people a lot of kids that we'll stay in touch with and work with really the past year or so now it uh it's like we don't want to talk too much about you know hey here's the next personality theory great i'll throw it on my folder with i'm like piled up on personality theory and science like we're working on it and you know anybody yeah. wants to help great the thing that is more important that we're focusing on is kids and people of all ages that are in some way shape or form staying in touch with like okay i'm doing this every day i'm, I'm now cleaning my room i'm, I'm or, or, or we've seen a, a wave of quite a few kids now going like all right, I am going to legitimately actually go work at an Amazon warehouse to make it my Chinese prison. You know, the Batman movie where he sent himself to a mm -hmm. Chinese prison to like, this is supposed to be hard because I'm here to get hardened up. And so they're doing it now for like, whoa, I uh, like some of the best emails we get are like, okay, hey, I'm going to be unsubscribing from your videos. I got to go. I've learned enough. I got to go put some of this into action. You know, I'll be back later. So that's what we're starting to see. And we're seeing that a lot of kids are, are hungry for it. Of like, all right, I feel like I've learned a lot. I want to start putting some of this into action. Now for me and you, mm -hmm. it's going to be hard because of the consume last. We'll be one of the few that have the problem the other way. Where your and I's life tidal waves will be like, I learned a lot two years ago. And I can now run the next 10 years. And like, hey, you're starting to run on empty. Yeah. You need some updates, you know, so you and I will have the, some of the problem the other way. Not that we don't get hit by all the bullshit. 
a lot of the stuff oh, I'm consuming yeah. during the day is just straight bullshit. It's not even it's YouTube videos or problems or whatever. It's like, like, so the consuming I'm doing is not even necessarily that good. You know, I got to get a lot of consume that's really good and then try and limit that down. So it's hard to, it's hard to keep the balance, right? And no matter what type you are, you're going to be consuming too much or too little or whatever. So it's like, it comes back to the biggest thing is not like, I'm wasting my time if I'm trying to check myself on, am I consuming versus taking action? Enough, like, don't ask this guy. Yeah. It, it, it is, it is back to the old stuff of like the goal setting, you know? So like with Shani and I will set the, like we've set probably the past 10 business deadlines we've set, we've just failed at every single one of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're two months behind and behind on this one and just everything's a fucking disaster. But those deadlines are set there. Just like, Hey, Dick, wake up. You said you're going to get the website thing done at this time. We're going to get this project done at this time. Like, why is it not done? Like, well, excuses, reasons, problems. And some of them are legitimate. You know, we had some big ice storm that came through here. It's like some of these things you can't, you know, that really are not your fault or whatever. But it's like, hey, it's been three months. You said, wake me up in February. It's not done. I'm going to call bullshitter and start putting the pressure back on yourself. So we're we're using that because it's like I'm trying to own the fact that 99.99% of the time I'm completely unconscious. and I'm just running off of some goddamn program that may or may not be the right program. Probably not. Probably the, not the right one. And so hit the guardrails and wake up. So the. It makes sense why, when you go reverse engineer, why so many of the alphas and grownups are talking about goals and standards and accountability. Like that makes sense. That's there to catch Gratitude myself. Journals. I feel like yeah. it's so simple. Yeah. People don't want to do it. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah. So I think I think for a lot of people, I know for us, like, mm-hmm. like there's so many great answers out there, but that's the problem. There's so many great answers, and here comes another one. It's like I think for what. I know what I obsess about is like, I want to get a PhD in the problem. If I can get down to what really is the problem, what, what is really stopping me? Why am I really going in circles? Why am I really not making progress for real? And if I can get down to those core understandings of what those problems are, then when I discover the answers, which are the same crazy shit my grandpa has been telling me for a long time ago, then I'm like, oh, that answer is rather boring, but that answer fits with the problem. And, yeah. and maybe it's a new answer. I don't care. It's just like, I want to solve an answer to, I'm going to bullshit myself in three months. How do I stop that? It's not more self-growth. It's not saying I'm going to try harder. It's none of that. It's like, I have to set a, a Gmail calendar reminder of like, Hey, it's February 1st. You said last November, you'd have this done. Did you get it done? Or are you a bullshitter? You know, this is the kind of talk that I'll put for myself. Yeah. So say it however you need to, but it's the accountability that helps me in some direction, try and walk a straighter line, you know? And I'd, ar- I'd argue too, that what you described is not only how you're dealing with like, I guess your integration or whatever you want to call it, dealing with your tidal waves. I feel like that's kind of an example of NI or like how NI would think about it because at least like that's true for everyone. But I feel like, especially that NI, it's like you want to know and like have the insights and you're not quite sure like how much energy in the sensory you need to do. Like, I'm sure you deal with this more than me but like for me I feel like I either it's hard for me to know am I going too fast is my is my pace wrong is that why I didn't meet the deadline or did I not meet the deadline because I was dilly-dallying thinking that it would only take 30 minutes and it ended up yeah right five hours right so it's like am I pushing myself way too hard because I don't understand what is a realistic thing to do yeah or am I just lazy like I mean Right, right, right. Forth on that all the time, and I would say I would argue that 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 sort of back and forth, 
seems like a huge problem that people with NI savior deal with because it's like you it's like you completely forget like what are the logistics of this what are my energy levels like how long is this going to take yeah yeah like, yeah yeah and we can get a little bit too caught up in the I'm great. I know the answers. And so yeah. I could get it done faster. So I gotta, I gotta tell you the, yeah. and Shani and I are still not even there yet, but we, we say, we call it touch the rim where it's like, I don't know where this analogy came from. It's rather dumb, but it's like, before you can like slam dunk, you got to get to the point where you can kind of just touch the rim. It kind of shows mm. you like, okay, I see what's coming someday. I'll be able to get the full thing. I don't, I don't know. So it's like, we've been able to touch yeah. the rim of we've been had, we've, we've had quite a few days where we've been doing it right. And and what that looks like is it's rather weird and we don't like it, which is why I keep falling out of it. But it's like, it's like SI checking in every one to two hours. Like that's it. If you go longer than two hours, checking yourself, you're fucked. Like if you're gonna check yourself every three months or whatever, like have that that uh, deadline or whatever. But it's like to meet the deadline, like the deadline is, you know, uh, work out or be able to do a hundred pushups. Well, I forgot to check it. Like if you're not checking that every two hours, by the time you go to do your hundred pushups three months from now, you're already fucked. Like you got to be thinking about it every two hours, either doing the push-ups or recovering or whatever. So it's like, it literally is like, and I, and I remember hearing this from Eric Thomas, uh, you know, mm -hmm. motivational guy. And it's like, the more we just go from like, all right, get in the morning, get up in the morning. And from now until 10 a.m., just take punches, open up the emails and just take punches in the face and fucking hold on and just try and emotionally make it through. Okay. So now we got that wave over. Okay. Now just go from here to here and have breakfast and, and, you know, lack of attention. Okay, so now from here to here, we're gonna get some work done from one to three. Okay, from three to five, we're gonna go from here to here. And it's like, it's doing those small little blocks that you can do with a friend or by yourself or whatever, because that, what you're bringing up is like, that is the game. Like, there's no easy yeah. answer to it. It's like, it's what you need to be asking every two hours of like, am I doing too much or too little? Well, how the hell would I know? Like, yes, like that's what yeah. we're finding when we're doing it right is we're asking those questions more often because therefore, when we fail, I'm like, oh, I should do this rather than that. And it's completely the wrong way. Then we absolutely fuck off a two-hour block. That's so much better than going, oh, my God, I just went the wrong way for three months and now just woke up, you know? So Yes, I feel like people <clears throat> ask themselves, how do I win the game, but not, like, how do I play? Yeah, like, right. Yeah, that's good. No, there is no I'm winning, like, right. I figured it out or, like, yeah, it, it's – it is a daily thing. And this has been a huge thing that I realized even over the past six months, because for me, it's been a lot of like um, getting rid of things that I committed to, like being yeah. honest about why I was doing things. Cause like, uh, cause like for me with FE savior, a lot of times I'm doing things because I can sense that someone needs it. And because I know that I can fill it and like there is a lot of joy that I get from it. It's really difficult to discern where the joy is coming from. Yeah, right. Yeah. If I'm not checking in of like, why am I like, why am I doing this? And like, what, what is the true metric of what my value system is and what really matters in this situation, then my, um, then my emotions can be way too considering like everybody else and what yeah, they right. think yeah. that I might end up like, okay, like when you were saying 
because I want to kind of get into like also some examples of how we both have kind of gone through this so that people can recognize it in themselves. But when you were talking about how when you first were like starting your business and all that, that you had kind of this feeling of um, like something to prove or like really wanting to like uh, be amazing at something like, I feel like everyone, it's normal for anyone to have some sort of drive that pushes them in this direction. And it's going to be a combination of maybe a, I guess, pure motive and also like maybe some ego stuff, but you still go in the direction and then you find, you find out like, I guess like for me, I've, I've been like, well, I don't belong anywhere else. And so I have to create where I belong and I have to serve my community or else I won't have a community. That's been my thing. Like I have to really be of service and make my people that feel like my people feel safe and, and grow so that we can get through how hard life is together. And yeah. I will be you know, someone that, you know, helped them or created some sort of benefit. Um, and really it all boils down to my um, demon identity of feminine introverted thinking that doesn't really know where I belong or doesn't really yeah. know if I matter at all or like what even the point of, of life is or am I going to be okay with who I am or is there something I have to do in order to right. mark my spot as like, yeah. it's okay that I exist, you know? Yeah. You know, everyone like, like in you've, you've said this, like we're kind of like a meme, like there's so many people like you, but also every single one of us has, um, whether you call it the unconscious or your demon or whatever it's like this side to us that isn't I don't want to say we're necessarily crazy but I don't know I feel like you have to get really good at making sure that you're not in denial and I feel like I almost like assume that I'm in denial just as yeah. default to try right, yeah. to try and unpack what that is but do you, do you think you can kind of explain like how has your savior NI and like over attaching to NI caused, I guess, pain or, or made you like crazy? Yeah, just kind of relating to what you're saying. It's just like the, my savior functions, just like your savior functions are going to continue to take me off the same very predictable path. So like my NI is going to be doing what your FE is, you know, as you're describing, like, Oh, I'm, I've got 24 hours to fill today, but I'm going to spend a little more time, a little more time seeing how everybody else is doing, caring about them. And, and then it just starts pulling you in that direction. Maybe that needs to be what's done today, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's just still a program that's dominating, which is why it's our personality type. It's like how we identify personality types. Like, okay, you have this program way more than the average person. You know, that's what's mm-hmm. playing it out. You know, so it's like my and I will do the same thing that you're doing or anybody else is doing. And that is like throughout the day, it just feels like, you know, that stupid saying of like, if you're a hammer, everything's a nail. So just like, oh, does this, does this need control? Does this need planning? It's like, no, we're just going to lunch. It doesn't need control. It doesn't need planning. It doesn't need, it doesn't need your damn savior. It's what we call it a savior. It's like, we're just running around the world, like time to use my savior, time to use my magic thing. This is what I'm here for. This is what I'm designed for. 
And, uh, it, and mm-hmm. then when we don't get our way, when it's like when we, when I don't get to go solve all of the world's problems with my amazing first function, then there's like a tantruming, a depression, an anxiety, and well, the world's not fair. And it's just like because like because like walking mm-hmm. the path of doing something good is so boring. It like you don't have a genetic <laughs> set for boring. it. Like nobody's going to enjoy it. Nobody's going to enjoy the the walk in the straight line because it's 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 discipline it's humility it's helping others it's not helping others it's being controlling it's being chaotic it's it's changing states changing to the right gear at the right time which is exhausting you gotta be like okay so what needs to be done for the next two hours the next three hours the next day oh uh si does like well i don't even have that function well tough that that's what needs to be done can i just overdo that with my function you can if you want it's just going to make it worse later you know so a big part of it we're seeing is like is, is, is people knowing that, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to, I'm going to live the day rather frustrated because my body is going to want to go do FE or NI or whatever my first function is and kind of preparing that I've got to kind of die to that and let that go and know that it's going to hurt and it's going to be frustrating, but that's okay. What, what do I want more? Well, I want the goals more. I want to actually help people. I want to actually grow myself. I want to actually do something in this world, whatever, as many different goals that you can small and big and those then be kind of come the standard like like so for example you know shani and i will will have days where like well we'll get so many things done and done like just extremely well and we feel horrible we just feel absolutely horrible it feels so bad because it's like we had to use all other functions that we don't have no we got the job done but our feelings and our body are like like you know getting headaches and and your just anxiety and your body's feeling horrible because it's like i didn't you made me use my demons all day long you're like yeah but we got the thing done and, but my body's like, like when you work out and you're sore that's like a good feeling yeah right right yeah like that's what we're trying to we're trying to connect that because like even working out and being sore it's like it's pretty easy to connect that feels great it feels great that yeah. it feels bad like this is like that but like even harder where it's like like we we'll still go to bed feeling horrible, even though the day was great. So it just, and then, the, then the, the worst is, and this is where a lot of people are, and this is where we are as well, is like the, the, the worst is the other way around where you are living for, I did great today. I felt great. I got to use my savior. I, I, my body is pumped. I have energy all day long. I feel amazing. It's like, yeah, but you just made it so much worse in real reality. And you're going to pay for that so hard six months from now and then not know where the hell that came from. And that it's really, it really does not to oversimplify it. It does really seem to be kind of like that, you know, either you're overusing your savior or whatever random program your body's obsessed with at the moment, or you're doing the right thing at the, at the right time. You know, just, just a side note on that. So we'll see like, you know, Donald Trump is famous for being stuck in a gear. He just got two, two, I'm going to hammer on you or hammer on you. Like he's just got two, two modes of doing things, which sometimes if you're, trying to bully the guy in North Korea, that might be the best set of tools to use right there. He did actually yeah. get somewhere with the North <laughs> Korean pre- presence. So looks like that works pretty well. Now you go to work with the people or transfer to Biden, like, hey, could you put down the boxing gloves? Those aren't what's needed here right now. Yes. So like we, so part of this is like the the exercise is like, how am I a Donald Trump? How am I in my own way? Because <clears throat> to me, I'll feel like I'm saving the world. I'm doing FE all day. I'm, I'm saving the world. I'm doing NI all day. But People on the other side of the spectrum are like, oh my gosh, that's the worst thing ever. Please stop doing so yes. much of that. You're building up a tidal wave. You're like, but I don't feel that. I'm like, leaner's Donald Trump. You know? So the, the game is, all right, I'm doing that somehow and I'm not seeing it. And so it just it just feels like a, a practice of and then I guess what makes it easier 
it's like fair game. So once I get hit, once I get anxiety, once I feel stuck, once I feel not good enough, insert your, your demon crashes here. It's like, oh, fair game. It's not that the universe is unfair. It's not that it was them. It's that I either overdid something or underdid something in my amazing imbalance. And so I need to go back and find that, check that, and set more catches for myself. And then it it's, just feels like you're getting back on that. It's so easy to blame because from your perspective, it comes from somewhere outside of you because you're not aware of how. Right, right. And so, right. and it comes in the form of, like for me with my TI um, uh, demon, it comes in the form of someone questioning me or a boss like wanting me to be more specific about something. It, it makes me feel like I'm never going to have time to just text my loved ones back, right. go on vacation or like be like have deep conversations with people I love. I'm never going to have time to because everybody else is always questioning me and like I'm always having to do more work to explain right. myself and right. like, so that that's part of it and like i had a ti savior person tell me once that when someone is inefficient they're offloading their inefficiencies onto someone else to solve and so that's yeah. how i'm thinking about my demon ti is that because like if it's just me like if i'm doing like at work for example i'm like you're not going to tell me my process for getting things done i'm going to get things done on my own and if and right. if, it doesn't, if it's not the best way, it's no, no big deal. Cause it only affects me. Like in my life, like I don't hold myself to such high standards for being super efficient because it's just me, whatever. The yeah. It involves someone else. It's a little bit different, but I've been trying to think about it as like, if I'm inefficient in any way, shape or form, that energy is going somewhere. Like, if yeah, I, right. Someone's got to pick it up. If yeah. I'm not responsible for like the way like if you were to think of my uh, ti is like how am i operating as a system how how is this how is this functioning like what is like the internal logic of me as a person or like my identity if i'm not being super responsible and hyper vigilant about that then it is going to affect someone and for me that made sense on my fe terms because i i don't want to affect someone and so what you were saying earlier about responsibility I think that that is a big piece of that. It's almost like you don't have to be perfect at all your functions, but right. you have to be responsible for all of them in the sense right. that it's you. So you have, it's kind of like the becoming an adult thing. It's like um, you want to be responsible for yourself because yeah. yourself, that's like your biggest job in life is to get control of yourself. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I wrote something now, but I, I forgot. Oh, I was going to ask you about the whole idea of life being easy or hard or like, because wh what are your thoughts on that? Like, because I think when you're talking about millennials, maybe uh, having more information, I feel like there might be a connection there of like, do we have the wrong idea about what life is all about? Are we thinking it should be easier or? yeah i know it's a it is an interesting time in human history where things have gotten really easy uh there's um yeah. some guy i listen to when he talks about like um there's there's some rhyme to it where it's like hard times create hard men 
hard men create good times, good times create weak men, something to that effect. Mm. So it's kind of like a secular cycle with history. And, and I think like with mm. World War II, that's where you get kind of the, the, the beginning or start of the cycle. So it's like, it's kind of like we're running course for history, like because our great grandparents had it so hard with World War II, like those hard times created hard people that created good times because in the 60s, they built all the roads and the infrastructure in the 70s, 80s, the internet. And like, so they were able to produce all this amazing stuff because they were very hard workers because they were very hard people because they had to conquer very hard times. And then it's like the balance of that is now in society, like everything yeah. is so easy and it is really great. But then it, it just like, you can see the, everybody's muscles in other areas, their emotional muscles or ability to push through stuff or ability to problem solve, like those muscle muscles are all very atrophied because everything is so very easy. So it's like, I remember Owen Cook talking about this as well. It's like, because, because that is now our environment, the only way you're going to really actually get pressure is most likely you're going to have to put on yourself. You're going to have to send yourself to a Chinese prison. You're going to have to send yourself and take on things that are fake to, to simulate or not simulate, but to, to put real training pressure on yourself. Because it's like, if, if you rewind the clock, you know, back in history or fast forward future history, the people that are going to be doing good is when that environment is just right, where that environment has got enough pressure where you got to conquer, you got to move, you know? So it's like, we'll look at things that um, we might not care about very much, like say global warming. And uh, even though we should, and we're like, you know, we should start to care about that more, not just for like, Hey, care about the planet, you selfish idiot, but also use it as an exercise of pretend that that's the bad guys coming. Pretend like you've got a real problem, which you kind of do, but use that, pressure, use that fear, use that anxiety to put pressure on yourself to grow and get stronger. Because if, if, if I, if I, if I swat away everything, cause I have an easy button, eh, coronavirus, who cares? I eh, have global warming, who cares? Eh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Like, okay, great. You're doing good. Now you're not working out in any way, shape or form. So you're going to get extremely weak. And then once things gets hard again, now you're in a whole lot of trouble. So it, uh, I, I, you know, some people are doing it. You'll see the David Goggins out there is putting a ton of pressure on himself and getting stronger, but it's like, the, the, th the thing that's hard, and I know especially for DE and myself included, is that knowing that most people won't, that just that's the way it is because of the atmosphere. Most people will not put pressure on themselves. They're not going to put themselves in a harder area for the sake of how can I grow in the areas I want to do. It's just human nature, you know? And I see that in myself as well. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel like every, like when I'm editing my videos, like say from two months ago, I'm like, this guy's an idiot. Like, I want to kick his ass. Like, doesn't know anything. This is like two, this is me two months ago. So it's just like, I relate I, so much. I like yeah. can't watch any of my videos. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Even right now, future me is like, Oh my God, please like this video. So it's like, I, I still, I want to, I desire to get to a spot in life where I can level off and be that old person of like, stop, stop the growth. I, I'm 70. I, I want to stay dumb. Stop putting pressure on me. I don't want to grow anymore. I'm done. Like I, I can feel that in, in my body, you know, like growth is hard. It's exhausting. It's painful. It's great. It's rewarding. But it just being honest that, um, yeah, I think, I think if people are not consciously putting pressure on themselves or looking to amplify the pressure that they do have, I think this is where a lot of people have mm. a lot of opportunity for growth and miss it. You've got that abusive parent or that horrible job situation or that horrible rental situation or the, the, the dogs next door. Like there's stuff that are so close to your face. that's causing so much anxiety. You're like, well, I can't use that to grow. Cause this is a real problem. And it actually really annoys me. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll join the Salvation Army and I can start my journey. Then. It's like, no, you can start it with the annoying stuff right now. Um, 
And so that's something that I, I know I'm trying to do and encourage other people to do as well. For so long, I've been trying to find a way in order to get out of certain situations. And you know, what's funny to me is that I had a job situation that I really didn't like. And I actually just accepted a new job. My first day was on Monday that it's going to be a lot better for me. But it wasn't until I tried to actually rise to the occasion of the challenge of the boss that I didn't like and like being put in an element that didn't value my FE and NI yeah. until I kind of was like, fine, I'm going to just do this and not try and use FE and NI to create some other way uh, to yeah. get it wasn't until then that I got another job opportunity. Uh, right. um, it, to me, I really, it feels as though um, this was a challenge and until I learned the lesson, I cannot move forward. Right. And right. so I, yeah, it, it feels just like a sick game from the universe of that. Yeah, yeah. You just have to. And so I was going to yeah, ask, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that too. Cause based on what you're saying, like, would you agree that, the inferior function, or as you call it, the demon. Do you do you see that as like sort of a key, or like something like, that you have to tap into in order to stop playing the game, or like whatever? Or um, because I know I, I was reading uh, Marie Louise von Franz, who was a friend of Young's and like wrote a lot about type. And the way that she described the inferior function that I've been thinking about lately is like it's half conscious, half unconscious. It, it's, it's so I, I don't know your thoughts on the shadow because you typically talk about the main four, but like, if you think of it as like sort of the window through the entire collective unconscious or to, to everything else, uh, um, it seems almost like it has this element where you can kind of see it, but you don't really see it. And it's a little bit easier to like, when, when you let yourself see it, it seems like kind of a chemical reaction can happen to you. Yeah. 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 Or, or how, how do you, how do you view that? Yeah. So it comes, it comes, the equations that it always comes back down to for us with like, how do I grow up type thing is it does seem to be so much about consciousness and responsibility or consciousness or unconsciousness and blame, you know, cause that the blame and responsibility mm -hmm. are kind of a positive negative coin or term and then unconsciousness and consciousness obviously are coin positive negative. Mm -hmm. So it's like, so much of it is like saying being more conscious of your fourth function or fourth animal or your eighth function or whatever, like some area of your life that you're unconscious of. Um, and then your fourth function is going to be like one of the best places to start. Cause it's going to be so much coming from there, you know? Um, but then it's not just that it's like becoming more conscious of it. And then it's like, okay, how do you, then what do you do with the blame? Cause like why we name the terms saviors and demons and not like yeah. inferior function and tertiary and that bullshit. It's like, no, 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 you don't understand what we're seeing at scale. Like wars are started, divorces, fights, yeah. storm the capital, murders of, in the name of my projection of my demons. Like again, the guy referenced earlier, yeah. the, the IJ guy that blew up in front of the 5G network is like, it's just another IJ, you know, and I freaked out low SC, like he's not really attacking the 5G network. He's attacking his low SC. That's what the IJ does there, you know? So it's like being conscious of, hey, as an IJ, you're going to get freaked out by this SC thing. And then you're going to just blame and attach this to it and then attack that. And so it is like um, becoming more conscious of the fourth function and everything else in your life, if you're going to become a more conscious person. And then knowing that like, like, part of what the unconscious is for is for the blame because if you were conscious of everything 
and then responsible for everything, well, you wouldn't have any fucking problems, would you? You'd have a lot of work to do. You'd be tired all the time, but you wouldn't have any problems. You just have yeah. a lot of work to do, you know? And, you know, and I so, would even connect, like, the taking responsibility and not putting blame on others. It could be seen as unconditional love slash taking others as a part of yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, that's a way that I've been viewing it is because it's like, no, you can't just offload all of your shit onto everybody right. else. You have to recognize That's... that we're all a species. We're all one. If you see a problem, it has to do with you in some way. Yeah, and yeah. Like, how does it have to do with you, you know? Right, right. And we all try and overdo our savers to overcompensate for our demons. You know, so for you, you'll be like, I'm going to care about people more and more and more and more because then eventually, obviously, they're going to step in and help me with the TI, right? And then... You know, they never do. Yeah. And then there's like a huge letdown. Yeah. And same with me. If I, if I over, if I make everything super efficient, then somebody will help me log into zoom and do the tech thing that I can't do. Right. And everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? What, what deal do you have set up for us that we're supposed to be flying here? That's what I said to you when I first got I'm like, well, you're like, I'm not going to help you with I'm like, well, who's going to help me? I'm not going to do the SE. I'll, I'll do the NI. And then you help me with the SE. Like that's the unconscious deal oh, we're all making. Yeah. And then, and then when people, you know, that's why people like all of a sudden like, that's it. I'm leaving. They'll break up. They'll quit. And I was like, what the Ooh. fuck? Why? Because like, we all have these games of I'm this little Donald Huffman beer bottle as a the guy we, we study a lot. Like, well, I'm, I'm this little program and I will make a deal with these saviors. I will barter with these saviors if you scratch my back on these demons and then everyone else is playing the same game. And a lot of times, you know, you can arrange the workforce or relationships where that kind of staggers and unconsciously works out great. But there's going to be so many situations in your life where you're like, you're going to have to consciously go, ah, shit, there's no one here to do TI. Like, I should have hired a TI person. Yep, you sure should have. Well, you didn't. And the job still needs to get done. So either fake it with FE and make it worse or do TI. By the way, you can only do it 10 minutes at a time before you melt down. So you better do your three wheelbarrows of like, okay, I'm going to do 10 minutes, take an eight-hour break and cry, do 10 more minutes, do eight-hour break and cry, and see you tomorrow. And it'll eventually get done. And that's where just like the progress becomes just bloody. Like we're, we're having to do like, like more SI and the, the back end of our website and stuff. It's like, like I will do literally this much, you know, uh, per night. I've been working on this for months. And like, uh, if I had safer SI, I could sit down on a weekend and get it all done. Yeah. Nope. I can only do 10 minutes and then I got to get out of here because my hair's on fire. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's dealing with, I have areas of unconsciousness. And if I don't deal with that, just like Carl Jung says, I'm going to blame it on my neighbor. I'm going to, I'm yeah. going to attack them and I'm going to make them responsible. I'm going to feel like, why didn't you do my demons for me? Cause I overdid my savers for you. You know, that seems to be the game we're seeing. Yeah. And the, inf the inferior function as, as young talks about it, it's like, um, and it's also slower than normal. Like I've noticed it's like kind of what you're saying. Like it takes you longer to do it. Yeah. We have something that's a talent. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're amazing at your savior, but you can kind of notice that the energy there, there's more potential for turning it into a skill. And so you just right. like that feeling you people love the feeling of being slightly better at it than someone else or feeling like you're special or like, Oh, I just happen to be really good at FE. I did it without trying. And so I'm just going to, you know, stay here because I'm just special and really good at this, you yeah. know, but like, it does take slow, it, it's slower to access it. Like it takes longer. And so when you're saying like, like for me to like have to use TI, um, 
am I going to break down and cry about it? Or am I going to like lift some weights? Basically? Yeah. 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 And, it's, it's, and it's literally, we're also saying legitimately, it's got to be like, we're finding, we're finding like the clock is very important, like 10, 20 minutes, depending on the intensity of the demon. Like you, you might only be able to do 10 to 20 minutes realistically. And then you got to give yourself the rest of the day off or a break and, and see you tomorrow. Um, because otherwise you get in this like, like negative mindset. Type. Like as if you, if you go in and try and do too much, you're like, oh no, I'm, I'm all of a sudden I realize this is what we're seeing with a lot of people. Oh my God, I'm responsible for my demons. And then they're 22. So I got to jump in and do all the responsibility of my demons. Like, Hey, you don't have any muscle. Like you could do maybe 20 minutes a day every day if you, if you mm -hmm. pace it out. It's like, so I see a lot of people having a hard time with that, where they're all of a sudden becoming conscious of what they got to do and then trying to jump in and do it and realizing how hard it is and going, but, but it's just like, no, that, that for us, it feels like, they're just accepting more and more like, I'm going to stop being in a hurry. If I can only improve in my unconscious areas and improve in my SE, you know, back to like 1% every three months, like if that's it, then I'm going to be happy with that. Cause it sets me in a extra credit mindset. Cause it's kind of a joke. You know, it's like, if you say like, Hey, only do your TI 10 minutes a day. Like, you know, fuck you. I'm going to do 12 minutes a day. You know, I can do 20 today actually. Like, so now you're feeling good. If I tell you like, yeah. Hey, you got to do your TI for eight hours and you got to make it work. And you got to be done by, by Sunday. You're going to be like, Oh my God. And that, now you got more stress. So it's, 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 it feels like it's trying to work with a scared animal. Like my unconscious mm -hmm. side, my demons, my weaker side, it, it's a, it's a dangerous attacking scared animal that I will burn down the capital and I will do crazy weird things. If you get me freaked out, whatever, whatever your fears are, you know, I've got to watch this, this scared animal inside of me. So it's like, how do I work with that scared animal without getting it more scared? Well, I got to, Hey, just do 10 minutes. Hey, good job. Now you can do 20. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it. See you tomorrow. Now the progress is it's six months and you barely got anything done, but it's, uh, but it's, it's, it's not, it's there's the, uh, the crashes are gone. There's, there's not a, okay, it's been six months and I've broken up twice and my business and life has collapsed like it used to. It's like the, the crashes have, have stopped or, you know, dramatically decreased, it but really the, the progress is slower. The demon function or the inferior really is primal and animalistic in that sense that it's like a trained dog that realizes that if it doesn't like uh, piss on the carpet, it's going to yeah. get a treat. If you go wait just a little bit till you go outside, you might get a treat. Right. Like, I, I think that you have to have those experiences and you can't be so. My view would be that it probably makes more sense to kind of rely on not just your top savior but like maybe the middle functions in your stack before you go straight down to your demon but you have to be like aware it's there like you can lean on other functions to like help you it's not just like your dominant kind of, yeah inferior I, I yeah i feel I, I know yeah oh no go ahead i yeah sorry to interrupt you i just i i know what you're talking about like i, I definitely have i i think there's a lot of there's a lot of practicality in, in doing that. Like, okay, I'm a double decider, so let me use that to help. You know, I can work out with the tribe to deal with the observations. You're a double observer, you know, so the other yeah. way. But so much of it does really come down to the identity of like, okay, I want to get this done. This is like, okay, I, I want to just the, the gym analogy is so great because it's like the body feels like the same as, as the muscles in the mind. And they work, they seem to work very yeah. much the same way. It's just like once you decide, all right, I want to get this fitness goal done or whatever it is. It's just like, then it's like, well, do I use the calf extension or the calf leg raise? Like, dude, like both, neither. Shut yeah. up. Do you want to do this or not? You know, it's just like, I feel like it just helps you I'm, see it a little bit more. Clearly, it does. You know? it, it does. It does. So, so when you're looking at a professional, 
mm-hmm. in, in splitting the details of, okay, is it this tool or that tool and this tool? Like the professionals mm-hmm. are good at that because they're like, look, I have already decided a long time ago, my identity is all in on this is who I'm going to be. Uh, I think a lot of us will be like, I'm kind of scared. So I want to know the tools really, which is really good. Like you do want to know the tools, but also too, it's like, hey, do you want to get this done or not? Do you want to be the responsible one or not? Because because so much of it is on, is on is you got to rely on the autopilot. You know, like like for example, we had to go, um, you know, we, we had to go like run some errands around town and like pick up some stuff and like rent the truck and a whole bunch of like like what am I going to do? Plan all that out? You know, like like okay, now is the hard part. I have to switch functions. It's like I've got to get in a state. that's like I want to be the one that can do this and not be stressed out. And then I get out of the way and let my body do what it wants to do. The body will be like, time to double decide, time to double observe, time to use SE, and it'll it'll do it. Because if I'm overthinking it or trying to worry about it too much, you know, I'm really, for me, myself, so sorry, kind of hijacking your thing. For me, it's when I'm just, I just know that I'm a, I need to resolve some fear of, I'm going, I haven't really decided that I want to do this, have I? You know, I do think it does really come down to, decider decisions i think we're all deciders at heart yeah. i haven't really decided i want to do this i want to win no matter what let's get dirty um and that's that's what i'm learning more and more to get down to that kind of tony robbins state um because i do feel like from what i see yourself included and a lot of people out there i feel like we've got a lot of information to do a lot of damage for good uh but i think our thing is we're a little scared we're not sure if we want to jump in yeah, or not so- you know, so. That's what, what I was what I was thinking too that I was gonna say is that I feel like we need to not be afraid to put give ourselves the experience of of doing it because you it's not if you don't lift weights down there or if you don't even go there, then you don't get the experience that's going to build the muscle to to help you with it. And like I guess as far as relying on other functions, like for you being like having your observer freak out the way that would help you by using the judging functions is like oh i guess there's a whole world out there that's not this observer freak out it can kind of like make you realize totally yeah this crazy problem that you have is really not even that big of a deal at least yeah at least for me like my whole thing is oh no like what does the tribe think of me like, does everybody hate me? Do I belong? And like, the more I use my op- observing functions, it's like, oh wait, right? Like, that's not even quite the right perception right. that I should be having. Right, then, like, right. A little bit easier. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's one of my right. Yeah. When when I'm deciding to win, that tool right there is one of my favorite most used tools. But is is that I will do exactly what you're saying when I'm deciding to win? I'm like, all right. When I'm done complaining, when I'm done complaining about the Illuminati and how hard the computer is, all right, jump over to my double site. Who else is doing this? How else are they doing it? You know, so yeah, that's a real good one. The, for the yeah. for the deciders to use their double observers and then the observers to use their double yeah. their double deciders. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good tool. Yeah, yeah, so I guess we to kind of wrap wrap this up, is there either like any anecdotes that you have from your life that you feel like kind of illustrate how you've done this or is there any advice that you'd give to any anyone i would just say get yourself into trouble and put it to where there's no way out take on some commitments the the game is to take on something you can't do so start small you know put yourself in a position that the whole point is you can't do it with your savers 
that's the that's the game that's the joke you want to hopefully be able to kind of be outside of yourself as you're having the freakouts it, it is life-changing to go hey shan tomorrow you and i are going to get up and do this website project schedule the rest of the day we're going to be freaking out it's going to kick the hell out of us and that's the point that's the game who cares if we get the damn thing done we can get it done later you know like to to put yourself through training and yeah. do it purposeful. You know, like, like I'm saying with the kids that are putting themselves through Amazon or whatever. It's like, you're going to have a fucking hard times. So you're going to be depressed and anxiety and feel all this shit. Like, get something for it. And start, <laughs> my recommendation, is start as small as you can. So why you see mm -hmm. us not doing, like we're capable of doing a lot. Well, I'm not going to do more. I'm getting my ass kicked on these lower things and I still haven't mastered them yet. I'll get there. And so have yeah. fun with putting yourself into a Chinese prison, putting yourself into a job or a situation that you're probably already in. And just accept it as, all right, I'm not coming back until I master this. I got this relationship at home or this job that sucks. Yeah, I'm going to get out of the grocery store job, but I'm going to leave a winner. I'm going to leave where I am settled, like you were saying earlier. Like yeah. once you're settled with the job, yes, and I do think you can actually track this, that like you are yeah. sending out signals to other tribe members that they're picking up consciously and unconsciously. They're like, oh, so then I can trust you for that. Like, that is then going to kind of move you up. So I think like you can see it in movies, you can see it in others. It's just so hard. It's so hard to be able to get to move your own self through your own journey because it feels so real. So use your double observers yeah. or your double deciders to see this is just a game. This is just a program. This feels real. I can win this, you know, and then starting small so you can build that momentum. That's that's uh, my big speech at the yeah. end there. So question on that, as far as like setting limits, to yourself like you said that you want to kind of like schedule i guess things out or trap yourself where you're not using your savior but what do you mean by not using your savior in the sense of like do you feel like your savior has to somehow be on board with the premise of it because like for example for me as an yeah if i if i wanted to go work out um I maybe I would want to go to a class where I feel like like my savior would be upset if I like let someone down or like I you know if there's some yeah. sort of ability it can yeah. help me. and I've done before of like I'm gonna read I'm gonna like read every week and like text a friend and tell them that I did like how how do we lean on our saviors but also right of them yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I think that's that's part of the, one of the most important things of the journey. If you're driving in a car and you have the GPS set to Sacramento and you're trying to drive to Los Angeles and you're jerking the wheel and the computer is like, if your FE wants to do this and your TI wants to do that, you're screwed, you know, because you all you're also yeah. not your programs, like your larger, more dominant programs yes. of I want to sleep in or I want to you know, not eat vegetables or I want to follow my first function. Like some of the larger ones kick the hell out of the smaller ones. But eventually they do all got to work, work together. Like, so for example, for me, when it's like, when my FI falls in love with TE, I do want to make it work. I do care about the tribe's, lo logic, the tribe's logic to some degree, you know, and, and my NI is like, wait, what would be the most efficient plan ever is if I could just EP cool guy in the moment. Like, what if I planned on, what if I planned yeah. on the chaos? I feel like largely one of the tricks and tips I'm doing for myself is planning on chaos. Like, how silly is that? Like every double observer is like, yeah, and I'm like, I know my life discovery. So for, for you, you and Shan, like as EJs, it's like, if, if you really want to help the tribe, it's like getting the FE and the TI to stare at each other and be like, hey, then you've got to build yourself up to where you don't need the tribe and you can take yes. all the negativity because you don't care. Then you can yes. exponentially help the tribe. And so when your FE is like, oh, so taking the long road, the painful road, the not right now road, that's actually the better road to help the tribe. Like, damn right. 
And that really, really helps. And how many times does that take for your body and brain? Just thousands. You know, you're like, I totally get it. And then like a week from now, Sally's going to screw you over so good. You're going to fall for all of it. And you're like, damn it. You know, and it takes a while. Oh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) It takes a while. It takes a while to get all the damn programs to be congruent and want to work with each other, which it does comes down to like, like, like the identity and what do you want to do in life? Like, who do you want to be? What do you want to do? Because then it's like, okay, all these damn programs, some I like, some I don't, some get along, some don't. They're all just a means to the end of like, hey, let's get this done. Let's get the business done. Let's get the relationship settled. Let's move forward. Let's get the depression settled. Like then those programs that we're fighting over bullshit can start to work together more, especially if they understand each other. Your FE is understanding what the hell your TI is trying to do and vice versa, you know? I had the craziest day yesterday for some reason where like, I like what just wasn't respond. I was not texting people back. And I was like actually focused on one task at a time. And then like, I, I stopped the workday at a normal time. And then I gave myself food and I like, literally I, I was doing like an adult coloring book, which is nothing. I would never do something like that. Like just sit down and like focus on what I was doing. And like, yeah, I had, it was like kind of peaceful uh, that I wasn't making myself do anything. And that I was just like sitting there drawing but I had, I had like this, my, there was like this scratch in my consciousness where it's like, Hey, you haven't texted your friends back. Like you haven't texted people back. And it was like this defiant, like I'm doing something to calm my right. mind down. It's like, <laughs> it's like some sort of like self-care yeah. thing, I guess. Yeah. I like intuitively felt like my body like needed, like I, I, right. like I wanted to do it, but I typically ignore like the things that I want to do because that doesn't matter what everyone else wants matters and so right. it was such just weird like it's peaceful but I guess I just want to say that when you start to do it it also is very uncomfortable like even yeah if right it's extremely peaceful and extremely fulfilling I know yeah right it, yeah it's like it I just feel it feels like itchy I don't even know yeah 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 <laughs> like yeah but yeah it helps so much to yeah. talk about it and share it because other people are like, wait, that's the path to go. It feels so weird. Like, look, it feels so weird to me and Chan. Same thing. Like, it it's feels so hilarious. weird. My and I, It's like, yeah. this bit? <laughs> like, really? I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's a great example. And it's just going to be like doing that stuff more often, you know, firing it back and forth without, it does get easier, even though it never feels totally natural, I guess I can say. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's so good. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And um, yeah, unless there's anything else that you want to add, I feel like that was a really great conversation. No, that's great. That's great. Yeah. I love hanging out with you. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. And um, I'll have Dave's um, YouTube uh, channel linked below if you're interested in that. And uh, thanks for thanks for joining me. All right. Yeah. Thank yeah. you.